Well, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Why the accent? <laughs> because you never know when it's going to come out, and it's a showstopper. I've never heard you use an accent like me. I can't do an accent like you. It is a special skill. Do you think eating with chopsticks is a special skill? I do. Shout out B-Movie. Oh, I thought you were talking about the you sushi earlier. I use chopsticks. I know, but that line's from the movie. I don't remember. I just know that you like gowns. Spoken like a not true fan. Okay. I, well, I'm not the biggest fan of the B movie. I'm not a huge fan. I'd rather watch Shrek than the B movie. Oh my gosh. And we're friends. Yeah. We, we didn't talk about this yet. Jeez. If you like Shrek over the B movie, Shrek 2, then you can go stub your toe. I'm just trying. But your favorite movie is Cars, so. It is my favorite movie. That makes it bearable. It's the best movie. Ladies and gents, Matt, hit the air horn. <laughs> Welcome back to Colby Jack Cheese. This is our first episode after our intro to the, the cheesiness. Filmed four hours later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same day. First, same day as the same intro day. and then first episode. Look at us. We got ANC. It was fun. It was fun. I had fun. Charlie was very happy after. Yeah. He was like, that was fun. I was like, I told you. <laughs> yeah. Why did you start that like a 50s? Welcome back. Because. It's it an cool. attention grabber. It is. It is. And it, it indicates that we're about to start, even though we haven't started yet. That's true. Or should we start now? I mean, we could, yeah, let's but do it. I like the banter to keep going, you know? We're going to start. Okay. Charlie's in charge this time. Not me. Were you in charge last time? Oh, I thought. Yeah, okay. I kind of okay. felt that vibe, too. It's you know, okay. You know, it's okay. It's okay. Well, earlier we were talking a lot about cheese. So we're going to move to the other part of our name, the Colby with a K. Maybe one day we'll get to Jack. We don't know who Jack is, but. That's true. We don't know who Jack is, but. We'll get to that one day. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But today is Colby with a K. Uh, we mentioned before, both of our confirmation names are St. Maximilian Colby. We talk, we talk a little bit why we chose him. Um, and today we're going a little deeper into his story and sort of see where the conversation leads. And um, we'll go from there. Sounds good to me. Sweet. Um, well... Did when you were confirmed, did the bishop say Maximilian Colby or okay. just Maximilian? So this is a funny story. They made me pick Maximilian or Colby on my certificate because it wouldn't fit. Oh, so I had to pick one or the other, and I think I picked Colby because it was more recognizable than Maximilian. So he just said Colby? No, he said Maximilian Colby. It's just oh, on he, my certificate. He only said Maximilian for me. I was mad that the Colby didn't. So maybe happen. this should be Maximilian. Jack Cheese for you? Oh, no. <laughs> My sponsor said Maximilian Colby. Right. But the bishop just thought, well, I just want to say the max part. Wow. Yeah. That's. He shortened it. Hey, I think he's still sticking out for you, though. Maximilian Colby. Say Maximilian Colby. Yeah. He's like, it's okay, Charlie. I got your back. That's what we like to see. It is what we like to see. So, um, 
both something that we said we liked about Maximilian um, is one of the first things that happened in his life, which would be um, when Mary appeared to him at the young age of 12. Um, That's young. Can you imagine that? That's like when you're doing your first communion. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. Holy crap. (laughs) Uh, No, no. Let's see. Oh, no. That was like middle school still that's that was a rough time imagine like that's like sixth grade yeah you at the age of 12 and mary gives you a red crown and a white crown and you're like she's like pick one and then there's sixth grade you like i know maxman colby made a very very intuitive decision at six at sixth grade 12 years old that's crazy mary presented to him a red crown and a white crown when she appeared to him um, asking if he would like to be a martyr or just pretty much be saintly and go to heaven. but And he chose both. Crazy. Um, which would ultimately come true that he's a martyr and a saint in heaven. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you could be a martyr without a saint. Are there any of those? I mean, I bet there's people in, like, canonization now, but, like, maybe if you were a martyr and People didn't know and things haven't gotten released, but I don't, I, I mean, you can still be a saint, and not be a martyr, but yeah. maybe not a martyr. And not be a saint. Well, the white meant purity. What is, what is, can you explain a little bit? I would say more of like a celibacy side, like to be a priest and like dedicate his life and his yeah. virginity, I guess you could say in a way to Christ uh, and just purity from like not sinning. But I mean, he's human still, so he's going to do that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, but then, like, he started the, the army for immac- the Immaculate One, like we talked about last time. You said the like, Immaculata. That's... Imagine being a knight Hoorah. for the Immaculata. Hoorah. He did that when he was 23. And he was ordained a priest when he was 24. It's a quick turnaround. I know. He had his life together at 24. I don't want to see myself at 24. I hope I'm as organized as see Max Woman Kobe. <laughs> I mean, he still did a lot afterwards. Times were just so different. Even his brother was a priest with him. Well, he was, he joined the Franciscan Conventual. And I mean, even just your own brother, even if it's just like a friend, like going into that with you, I mean, that's cool, but it's your own blood brother. So that is pretty sweet. Sick, nasty, bro. What did he do then? <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. Um, well, in World War II was occurring, which, um, is no bueno. No bueno. Um, so he was, uh, a shelter provider, refugees. Nice. Um, over 2,000 hidden Jews from German persecution he helped out, um, in his monastery that was acting as a publishing house, but it was, yeah. Or was it actually publishing house? Yeah, so he like had his own things that he published out of there, like books, magazines, and things. You know, kind of like how we're doing a podcast now. He like spread the news of oh my marriage. But then was also doing the Yeah, was still like hiding, which yeah. Which is insane. It's and he was still a priest, so he was doing his priestly. Professional duties. multitasker. He was making monasteries in Japan too. I know? did not know I recently found out about the yeah. Japan thing. I watched this hilarious, last Good Friday, I watched this hilarious, well, it was good, but also hilarious, because it was dubbed English, 
but they were speaking Polish, but it was dubbed English and okay. about St. Maximilian Colby. And it was like part documentary, part actual actors. Okay. Um, and they went into the whole Japan thing and it was sweet. It was amazing. Yeah. It was like traveling around. Like how much of the church in Japan is due to Maximilian Colby. Right. It's crazy. Um, and, but I think he's most known for what he did at Auschwitz. Yeah. When he gave up his own life for someone who had a family and yeah that's what he's he's most known for in the church not a lot of people know that he had the knights of the immaculata yeah yeah do you want to talk about that more a little bit the giving up his life yeah he was arrested um and then three months later sent to auschwitz uh he was arrested because of the hiding the jews obviously um this is right around 1941 and three months later sent to auschwitz uh he literally was um, observing how a father um, with a family was about to be put to death. I mean, they chose a bunch of prisoners to be put to death. And he saw that this dad had um, his family there. And he told um, the, whatever, what do you call him? Gestapo? Yeah. No. Yeah. The Gestapos. What was the other name? They're like Nazi soldiers. There's one other title, but I can't. Stormtroopers. <laughs> That's what they called him, I think. I don't know. I don't um, but he took the man's place in the selection of people to be killed, and he was lethally injected. Um, no, after they tried to starve him, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he, they, the method of killing was starving um, the prisoners that were selected, but he, because um, of his holiness, did not die. When everyone else did, he just stayed alive, and they ended up having to give him a lethal injection to kill him, and he died a martyr, which was amazing. Um, on the he no, he was cremated on the feast of the Assumption. Yeah, he died. the Marian feast, which is he died the day before right. the Assumption, which is pretty cool. Very crazy. He was canonized October 10th of 1982, and he's the patron of drug addicts, prisoners, families, and pro-life movement. That was part of, that was Those were some of the biggest. When I saw what he was the patron of, and I was like, man, this guy. I got to be connected you to know, this guy. Like, not only, only like the family, but like the pro-life movement. But then you think like prisoners. Like he was with those people day in and day out. And they even said like he was the last one to be alive, so they had to kill him like they yeah. they're they they were like okay man just just die but he was like still praying to the blessed mother he was praying with the people who were prisoners with him and like handing out rosaries and like all that stuff which is so cool like he did that in prison but in our daily lives like evangelizing seems so hard well that's some of the cool things about colby was how recent he was um and using like his publishing company and radio station and right um just practical things that we even could use now right. to evangelize and to show how a devotion to the Blessed Mother is so such a blessing to us. Yeah. Um, I mean, even the fact, like, I think it was said that when he volunteered as tribute or volunteered his life, so to say, like, it was because someone got caught trying to escape. Hmm. And it wasn't anyone that was going to get killed because the guy already got killed, I think, and it was unsuccessful. 
excuse me. Um, but just the fact that like, as soon as he knew that that person had a family, he's like, that guy's life is greater than mine. Like mm -hmm. the fact that his ki kids need to live and I'm a priest, that's someone that needs to be for others. And I need to serve my church. Yeah. And I think about that a lot. Like, how do we lay ourselves down to other people in our daily lives? Like, for sure. Cause it, that's it's, literally it's, what everyone says is the greatest measure of love is laying down your life. And I'm ultimately, that's what Christ did for us, but that's a weird concept. Definitely to grasp when you're just living. Right. I mean, it's not like dying every single day. Cause of course we can't do that, but like in little ways, like, or like getting ourselves to the place where we would die. Yeah. Like legitimately, whether that's dying to our ego, like dying to, yeah something that we crave or desire and be like, no, Jesus or Mary, this is for you. Like, help me through this. Yeah. I mean, that's really what fasting on Friday starting Lent is right now. Like today. Yeah. It's even like, um, yeah. Just being like, like, help me through this like, suffering. like he, when he saw that the dead was selected, he, he died to his selfishness, selfishness and yeah. his own will to, like he's he could have been thank god i wasn't selected or right. i still get to live um for christ but he said no this is my time to like die for christ yeah die to myself for christ which was i wonder if in that moment he thought like okay like this red crown is like what mary was trying to tell me of and this whole life i've lived has been like awaiting that and it finally came she was like Definitely. Okay, now's the time for me to do that. Because, like, if you think, how, how many moments can you think? I guess that'd be an easy moment to remember. Yeah. But how many moments can you remember when you were 12 years old? Right. Like, when you, he was, how old was he when he died? Uh, what, 1982 by, let's see, I'll look it up. He was old. He was old. He had that nice beard, too. Yeah. I'm trying to get my beard like that. <laughs> He was just so long. It was and a long beard. He was 47. When he died? Yeah. Well, that's not that old. I think the pictures of him make him look alive. And he was only, he was beatified 30 years after his death. That's not normal. It's pretty good. That's really good. And I mean, like, even now there's a bunch of uh, beatifications and canonizations coming up in April. April. 20th or 22nd um which is kind of cool to follow along and being like oh like mm -hmm. looking towards people's lives um and even with colby being so recent i think it's cool to like follow someone's journey along their yeah. sainthood like because you know they're up in heaven like being like come on come on. like i mean as much as it's like cool like more people will know about their story and mm -hmm. for colby i mean that was a quicker process than some others because there were so many witnesses to show that he had miracles that happened and his ministry was so prevalent among um, the church of Europe and Asia and yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It's just trying to bring Colby into everyday life. I feel like is what I try to do. Like sometimes it's easy to forget that like, yes, a confirmation sponsor or saint. I said this last time sponsor saint. Um, confirmation saint is like that name that you're like trying to be like and that's what when i made it my confirmation it was like this is a saint that you're trying to be like mm -hmm. as much as you can yeah um, exactly so it's like finding that in everyday life i just sometimes it's hard to find that like 
being so prideful at times and it's like i i really don't want to do that but colby did it in the ultimate way yeah everything that was or like so, whenever you think like oh thank god that didn't happen to me right like every switching that to well if i did need to happen to me right like how would i take it on and caring for those people that it does happen to yeah yeah it, it could have been so convenient for him to do a bunch of things and like not go to japan and not do like the he very easily could have not been arrested at all right not taking people in yeah putting your other people putting yourself in other people's shoes yeah empathy empathy is huge empathy i was at a bible study a couple weeks ago someone said empathy and i was like dang empathy yes. is a great it's so underrated word so underrated because it's different than sympathy right it's actually like taking someone in right sympathy is just like empathy is feeling with someone mm. i think sympathy is feeling for, for someone yeah and i feel like empathy really builds a culture up empathy builds culture builds community builds friendship right as soon as you can relate to someone about something it's just like yeah yeah even if it hasn't happened to you like or you can still have empathy if you haven't had the same experiences i feel maybe i'm wrong but no i i agree in the same way like someone something happens to someone and you're there for them instead of just like being like oh i'm so sorry like being in there not just sending a sympathy card right not just oh teasing and which teasing. is still yeah it's still nice to say it's, we're not saying teasing, sympathy but, cards are bad but yeah empathy is more effective and healing yeah and it makes you feel loved boom shaboom well how does how do you feel when, when have you felt empathy or how do you feel empathy can make hard times as a teen easier I think it's just like, and you and I have really like realized this in the past couple of months, like growing in our friendship, just like whenever each other's like in a route, just like going to each other and being like, how can I help you? Or having good friends that really reach out to you and you're like, okay, how was your week? Like, yeah, what was an up? What was the down? Let's talk about the down. If you don't want to talk about the down, then how can I make your week better? Or yeah, really just caring for someone in their deepest parts and like, even if they don't want to talk about it, just praying for them on a daily and being like, I'm here for you, like, whatever you need. Yeah. I always end up doing, we do um, best and worst of the week or the day. I always unintentionally do the best first. Really? And sort of end up with the worst is sort of like, oh, I should have ended with the best. I ended on a good note. But I think that, like, ending with the worst almost makes you think about it more and solve it more. Yeah. Or, like, this was great, but this wasn't great. Maybe we can talk about it. Maybe we can get through it. Maybe we can. Right. I don't know. I feel like I do that too much with school and people are like, how was school today? You're like, kind of sucked, but I mean, it was okay. It's just like trying to find the good in it. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's going to be hard. There's going to be hardships. We can't avoid it. We're humans, but yeah. Yeah. Finding empathy. Best teachers are empathetic teachers. That's true. Like I can tell that from the teachers that I have right now, like the ones that I enjoy the most in class are like, the ones who actually care about me, who stick out around after class, and they're like, how are you? Like, it's something. Yeah, wrong. yeah. But even it's not like barging into someone's mess and they're like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong? Like, it's right. I mean, kind about it being empathy is like the opposite of being shallow. Ooh, that's good. Thanks. <laughs> we need a culture of empathy. Do you ever know? Do you ever hear Gary Vee? Yeah. 
empathy. I don't listen to him by now. Oh my gosh, he preaches about empathy. He swears too much. He does. My brother and I have an ongoing joke of Gary Vee. Of just like some of his scenarios. I know if my brother listens to this. We could just make our podcast like that. Just yell into the mic. (laughs) Have you ever seen the video? Empathy! (laughs) Where he's like, oh. I want you to imagine right now that all of your family dies. Now that's empathy that you care for them. Everyone's like, "Whoa, whoa! Like, why? Like, why'd you have to make it so dark, Gary?" And he's like, "Empathy." <laughs> that was off topic. Sorry. It's okay. have an ongoing joke with Gary B. He's a he's not an interesting man. He named his whole wine brand Empathy. It's a wine brand. Yeah, Empathy. I don't know. He was that big into Empathy. He loves Empathy. Gratitude. Gratitude's another good one. Look at this, Colby. How did, how did Colby show gratitude? How did Colby? I'm not like challenging you. I'm just I'm trying to dig deep here. How did he show gratitude? I guess laying down his life for that guy who had a family, just being grateful for his life, so he gave it to someone else. That's what I I don't. I wonder if Mary was thrown off when he took both crowns. She was like, "I thought you were just gonna take one." <laughs> no, 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 I need one of those back. <laughs> So like give it to someone else. It's like when someone takes one more cookie than they're supposed to. They're like, one per person. Yeah. <laughs> one per person. Mary's like, no, no, no. Or when you're given two options and like you're like, well, can I do both? And then the answer is always no. And Mary's like, heck yeah. I feel like, I mean, I, she had to know because it's Mary, but like, yeah. maybe because of like Colby's human nature, she was like, oh. Even just thinking about the vision of like, Mary coming to you and like, I don't know, in the Bible, they always depict it like being scary. And like when the angels come, and of course, I mean, they're spiritual beings with no body, but just a spirit. So I guess it would be kind of scary. I don't know. Well, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. There needs to be more Maximilian Colby in the world. That is the gist of what we talked about today. Yeah, he needs to, he'll, he'll have his time. I mean, he needs to be more, a lot more of all the saints. Oh, for sure. And I feel like, but we're going to stay true to our name. We will, but we got to give some, some hoorah to some other guys and girls, guys and gals. Indeed. We love us saints. We love us saints. We'll do saints episodes every once in a while. The friendly ones. We have our friendly saints and unfriendly saints. We see unfriendly saints. You know, we just like get along with some saints sometimes, and not get along with some others sometimes. Would you not get along with? I mean, like, if you keep like you're praying to Saint Anthony to find something, and you really can't find something. Hey, prayers are either answered yes, no, or not right now. That's true. About trust. Yeah, I just hope. That we can find the things that we lost. <laughs> you have though recently. What have you lost? Rosary? You found? Oh, that was like a couple months ago. That was bad, and it was in between my center console and my See, car seat. That, that's where everything is found. I looked in the weight room. I looked at home. That's I, where Saint Anthony brings stuff back. Is through <laughs> is between your seat and the center console. <laughs> it's the worst spot in the world. I'll never forget. I was running around like a savage, like a savaging, just like predator around the whole school. The whole athletic part of the school, my own house, our church, everything. It was like, where's my rosary? <laughs> like, this is a special rosary. St. Anthony, I lost my socks. They're between the seats. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's just his go-to spot. I lost my dog in between the, <laughs> in the center in the console. In the center console. Uh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> so not every time. Or when socks disappear in the dryer, they're between the seat and the center console. They're in between the dryer and the washer. Or what? You don't have like space in between your dryer and washer? I do, but how would they get there? I don't know. How does it get in between my seat and my center console? Anthony. <laughs> he puts it there on purpose? Yeah, that's where he, that's where you find stuff. When you pray to him, he says, okay, go look for it here. He, he just puts it in the... Yes. It wasn't even intentionally that I put it, like, look there. I was, like, putting my book bag in my back seat that day, and I just looked at that one part, and I was like, oh! It's like, see? I literally got out of my car, and I was like, yes, yes, yes! And everyone around me was like, what? And I was like, praise Jesus! Those are the best moments, though. Yeah. Hey, it was still shout out to St. Maximilian Colby. Jeez. We've been going for a while now. That was a quick 25 minutes. It was a really quick 25 minutes. We appreciate you guys listening. Yeah, thank you. We know this isn't very professional, but... Yeah, we make our, we make our way. <laughs> if you want to spread the word... We need more listeners. Well, we is, don't need. We would, we would. We would appreciate. We would be gratuitous. We want to see if other people enjoy our serious Basement. and funny voices. Our basement chats in the stew. Stew. We named. We named the studio the stew. Is it S T E W? No, it's S. We could eat stew in the stew. That would be confusing. Oh my gosh! Because if I was going to the stew, am I going to the bowl? Or am I going like to the stew? No, that's why we eat stew in the stew. But where do I eat stew if it's not in the stew? I don't know. Well, then it's just convenient when you eat stew in the stew. I suppose. I suppose. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Charlie, you got anything else about St. Maximilian Colby? Wonder if they ate Colby Jack cheese back. Dude, for real, I'm gonna look it up. When was Colby? Or I need to spell Colby right. <laughs> Jack cheese. Do you think we're on Google yet? 1885. They definitely had. Okay, for sure. I don't know the availability during the Holocaust. It was invented in Wisconsin, the Cheesehead State. There was a. I don't think Maximilian Colby made his way to Wisconsin. But it had to be in Europe, like. Wisconsin's in America. I know, but that, that cheese had to make it to Europe. No way. Oh, uh, I don't know. They're pretty snooty about their cheese over there. I don't know. They don't like the American stuff. It's just American cheese. <laughs> oh. Well, if it was made in America, then it's American. I guess so. Those colors in Colby Jack cheese are not natural. There's no way. That's true. That's why it's good, though. <laughs> Here we are, talking about cheese again. It's like every other food. I can I can I can I confess to you? What? I can't remember the last time I had Colby Jack cheese. It's been a while for me too. It's been a couple months. Goodness. Maybe I'll go get some Colby Jack cheese tomorrow. Maybe. Just down a whole half a pound. That's a lot of cheese. <laughs> We've officially hit rock bottom for this episode. I feel like whenever we actually start talking about cheese, we just run out of things to talk about. Yet again, we thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> we saw that no one listened to the first episode yet, so we're like, let's record a second. <laughs> well, we only gave him four hours. 
That's that's true. How many people did you send it to? Ah, like six. Jeez. Maybe seven. <laughs> hey, it's a busy night. Okay. Not it's really. Friday and Lent. So what else were they doing? I guess so. <laughs> How's your Lent going? Um, it's okay. I kind of made it manageable and things that'll keep me disciplined in prayer. Um, I gave up candy, which has been kind of hard because mm. I love the snack on candy, like a Twix bar here and there. You just have like a stash. Oh at home. yeah. <laughs> like like last week, my dad brought home a Kit Kat like mocha, like chocolate one. And mocha. It was, it was like a mocha Kit Kat, and he put it on my desk. And then like two days ago, he goes, "Do you see that it was on your desk?" And I go, "Dad, I gave it up for lunch." He was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." <laughs> Did you eat it on Sunday? No. I ain't soft like that. It's not soft. Yeah, but. Oh my gosh, the B movie and Sundays during Lent. You just don't do it. Unless it's like. Are you calling me soft? No. Just, I ain't soft like that. Uh, I don't know. I just, just never. Because then if I do it on Sundays, I feel like I'm just like getting a cheat day every single week. I mean, it's fair. Yeah. It's a, it's a legitimate thought. So no, no candy, improved prayer. How's prayer life changing? Oh, it's good. It's a lot more trusting. Um, oh, Lordy, we got to, uh, uh, never mind. No, we're good. What do you mean? Uh, it just told me that FYI, you can only record to 30 minutes max. Well, that's how long our episode is going to be anyway. So. Oh, okay. Well, we have 30 seconds left. All right. Um, How's your line? You have 10 seconds. One solid. One solid. How's your prayer? Yes. It's great. Okay. Yeah. All right. 20 seconds. Um, okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Um <laughs> I don't know when we're going to get the next one. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Charlie just ASMR the mic. We got 12. I don't know what that means. Nine. I can't count. Godspeed. Keep Um, on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Uh, Jesus, I trust in you. That's the prayer because we have three, two, one. Bye. God bless. (laughs)